Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and WIS Business Podcasts. You're listening to WIS Business, the podcast, Wisconsin's business news source. Now, here's your host. Hi, everybody. This is Alex Mo here for WIS Business, the podcast. Today, I'm joined by Adam Van Spankeren, Navigator Program Manager at Covering Wisconsin. Adam, thanks so much for joining me on the podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. So first off, for our listeners who aren't familiar with Covering Wisconsin, can you just briefly introduce your organization? Of course. Uh, Covering Wisconsin is a nonprofit that uh, is affiliated with the University of Wisconsin, um, we actually are part of the UW Extension now. Um, we've been around since 2003, uh, previously covering kids and families, but we've gone through kind of an evolution uh, alongside the Affordable Care Act and its introduction. Covering Wisconsin has been the state's uh, navigator organization um, since 2014, and that is a, a federal title that was introduced by the ACA. Uh, and navigators exist to help connect people to health insurance. Uh, we do that for free for folks. Um, both for the Affordable Care Act, so healthcare.gov insurance, marketplace insurance, uh, you may hear all those terms get thrown around, um, as well as uh, Medicaid and Badger Care. Um, we're always looking at those public benefits and trying to find the best program for people. So we do that. And um, with that, we're also all about education. Navigators educate Cover Wisconsin as a whole. We, you know, we come up with fact sheets, we consumer test things, we we really try to take these really complex concepts of health insurance and boil them down. Um, to to, you know, things that anybody can understand, you know, anybody could work with a navigator and really get their questions answered and feel like they understand their insurance. Yeah, certainly. Okay. So let's discuss this year's open enrollment period. And we are right in the midst of that. Can you uh, go over the timeline for signing up this year and uh, what folks should know about it? Yeah. So open enrollment, and we're talking about open enrollment for the marketplace now, because um, there's, you know, Medicare open enrollment happening kind of at the same time. Um, but for the health insurance marketplace, so healthcare.gov or Obamacare, open enrollment runs from uh, November 1st through January 15th. Um, so it's a, it's a good long period of time, but it's also really important to note uh, that December 15th is the deadline to get coverage that starts January 1st. Um, so if you are either renewing your insurance or without insurance now and you're looking, um, you want that coverage to start January 1st, you're, you're going to want to take action and enroll, uh, sign up before December 15th. Um, that way, that way you can ensure that your coverage starts January 1st. Yeah, for sure. And then what can you say about your expectations for sign up numbers this year? As you mentioned, there's still a few uh, months left to go. What kind of trends have we been seeing in recent years and how does that stack up to what you're expecting to see this year? Yeah, some interesting factors. Um, I can say covering Wisconsin right off the bat, uh, we're very busy. Uh, we, we got a really strong start to this year's open enrollment, which is great. That means people are feeling confident in the marketplace. They're feeling confident in uh, you know health insurance in general and in the way that it's working for them. So we get a lot of renewals right off the bat and people who are coming back to either renew or find something even better. Um, I would expect numbers to be, they've been on a rise again, which is good because there, there was a dip and I think they, they've been ooching back up. However, I will say there is a factor right now of the public health emergency. Uh, the, that is the COVID pandemic, obviously, but um, mm -hmm. for the federal and state government, they're calling the public health emergency. This is a period of time where uh, Medicaid enrollment, Badger enrollment has been suspended. 
where people who have had income changes and might have otherwise gone to the marketplace and might otherwise be going to the marketplace now uh, are actually able to stay on Medicaid throughout the COVID-19 uh, emergency, which means that the enrollment numbers may be down a little bit for a while, but not necessarily the whole next year, because once the public health emergency ends, those people will have to renew their coverage for Medicaid or BadgerCare, and a lot of them are going to be actually eligible for the marketplace. So we may get an initial kind of chilling effect that um, that wears off later as people start rolling off of Medicaid. We're talking about a lot of people now rolling off of Medicaid and, and ending up in the marketplace. So it will almost be like open enrollment lasts a lot longer this year because we're going to see all those people qualify for special enrollment periods later. I see. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up the idea of the special enrollment periods because I know that's played a factor in recent years in um, affecting the the total number of, I guess, signups that you would consider as, as part of that initial process. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Okay, Inter interesting. Is there anything else different about this year's open enrollment that might be playing a factor in signups and enrollment trends, such as, you know, funding com coming for programs like yours from the federal government or anything like that? Um, our funding, uh, you know, I'm Happy to say it's stable and, uh, and you know, because Navigator funding has been under attack in previous years. And I'm, I'm pleased to say that there is now uh, renewed support for this work and the importance of educating people and helping them sign up just because health insurance is so complicated. So it's it's good when the, this role is recognized for, for value. It adds to people's uh, experience in, in pursuing insurance and getting the coverage they need for themselves and their families. Um, there are a lot of factors like that. So like the renewed support for navigators, there's also um, interest in fixing certain things that have been um, wrong with the marketplace. One one big example is something called the family glitch, which is not a, a great name, but it's a kind of a terrible concept where somebody who is eligible for insurance through their job, um, basically they were locked out of getting their family coverage from the marketplace or at least getting savings to do that, to make it affordable. Um, and that has finally been fixed. We can now see people who are offered affordable insurance through their jobs for themselves. Uh, if that family coverage is too expensive, we're now able to get them into the marketplace, which is a huge, huge benefit. And this is one of the hardest conversations navigators have ever had to have with people before. Um, suddenly we're able to say, no, actually, you can take that coverage and we can actually still help your family, too. So I would expect to see enrollment numbers go up as a result of that, or at the very least, um, people's lives be impacted in a really positive way. So we've been waiting for that one for a long, long time. Oh, that's really great to hear, Adam. And when did that change happen? Um, in the last month. It's it's really, oh, wow. really fresh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Excellent. Well, Adam, um, I want to also take a, a quick look ahead. Are there any changes on the horizon um, related to your work, uh, open enrollment that the folks should be aware of or any, you know, any other potential future changes that you're just keeping an eye on? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's there have been just general site improvements, healthcare.gov, which is great. That should make it hopefully a little bit more consumer friendly for folks. Um, there are things um, like the, I was just looking at this morning, like the No Surprises Act, which will hopefully benefit people from getting uh, surprise medical bills. Because that's, you know, we, we help people get into coverage and be able to use their care. But there's also the after effect, right? Of did you use your coverage? How did that go? You know, were you getting, did anything happen that was unexpected? Um, so, so that, and then just to reiterate what I was saying about the public health emergency ending, um, we're, we're going to be busy. There's going to be a lot of people who are going to be looking to navigate the process. who are going to need insurance for themselves, their families. Um, so really, uh, 
anything anyone could do to stay apprised of that, to to you know keep their eye on when that's going to end, because um, there will be a lot of there'll be a very heavy lift for the the state that is the state it's you know the actual administration for partners like us covering Wisconsin and for and for people who are going to have to say okay I'm now affected by this what what do I need to do. Uh, and we're all going to have to come together to to make sure that everybody lands on their feet in the right place. Yeah, certainly. Well, thank you, Adam, for sharing your perspective on the really important work that you do here in Wisconsin. Um, it'd be great to check in again a few weeks down the road to see yeah. how all this is going. Um, just want to say thanks for for taking the time to chat with me. Yeah, absolutely. No, thank you for having me. You've been listening to Wisp Business, the podcast. Now stay tuned for a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of Wisp Politics and Wisp Business Podcast. Did you know that almost 80% of UW-Madison's in-state students return to live and work in Wisconsin in the years after graduation? And almost half of all UW-Madison alumni are current Wisconsin residents. That's just one way we're driving our economy forward. UW-Madison is working for Wisconsin.